Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise matured sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edigenfi. Father, we give a praise. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, Jesus. Everything that the Holy Spirit is doing on earth is to point to you. We are grateful. Lord, we are here to be discipled. We are here to be mentored. We are here to be updated by your word. Let the increase of your word cause us to prevail as the word prevails in Jesus name let us grow wiser than yesterday let us grow in faith than yesterday let us grow better than yesterday in Jesus name hallelujah yes thank you Let's take our seats. Praise God. So, we are back from Protoss camp. <laughs> and before we left off, we were actually on uh, the seven churches at Sincerely speaking, I really wish I can, I can finish up on these seven churches so that I can move on because there's so much. Uh, I realize if I try to do verse by verse thing, it can take us a year to finish the book of Revelation. Yes, I'm telling you. But it's a book that as we study it, by the time you finish, you would have touched almost the whole Bible, every corner. Amen. I'm very happy that Dr. Boyson is here today. I'm going to preach with you. Because as I was preparing today, I was wishing you were in the service. And you are here because I'm going to talk about the Church of Simna. And there are so many experiences. Dr. Boyson was trained in China. And I don't know whether he was trained as a doctor or as a missionary. But I believe God trained him as a missionary. And he has a lot of experiences when it comes to the things you are going to share i love to i love to hear him tell me those things because it makes me don't want to take my liberty in christ as long as this country is concerned for granted hallelujah when we're having the the communion at our, the communion service at the camp there was a revelation that the lord revealed to one of the attendees attendees that is saw in the in the, the communion cup something like a spike of light it was like a star in one of the cups 
specifically Kenjo's cup. And if you remember, at a point, Kenjo broke out in tears and he was weeping profusely. He came to tell me a vision in my room when I entered the hotel room. He came to tell me that whilst we're praying at a point, he saw an angel with a flaming sword enter into the service. So at that point, that was when he broke out in tears and he saw that a lot of creatures were running out of people. And when they were running, it was like their tails and their back were caught with fire and they, they were running out. And he knew immediately that they were demons. Now for a child to give such a description without I knew because that meeting you can you can only run. The only safest way for demons is to run. What, what do you think? <laughs> there was no other thing you could have done. And then one of the saints also saw that there was a spark of light. Okay, and it was like a star in his cup. And just at the time we we were drinking it, immediately everybody's cup lighted up. And we drank, so we drank in light. <laughs> you stay home. I say you stay you, 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 you stay home. I don't know what you got in the house. We are becoming better and better and better and better and better and better and better. You are looking at our faces. Stay home. <laughs> you stay home. Sometimes you see some of you think you are wise. Um, when I, if I go, I'll pay 110 Ghana CD and then my money will reduce. And when we went to Cuba, hasn't it reduced? <laughs> it has still, it has even finished. It is finished. You are only on top. <laughs> we are getting better off. You'll be there. Be there. You don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are getting blessed, Christ. So far, we have run camp for how many years? We have run camp for 12 years now. Wow. wow. That's a wild thing. 12 years. Amazing. I couldn't. Can you? 13. 13 years. Yes, our first camp was here. We locked the door. We're inside. We come. We, oh, what's up? Yeah, and we booked this hotel. Yeah, 13 years. Wow. Lift your voice and thank God. Thank him. Father, we give you praise for sustaining us. Thank you for 13 years of impact. We give you glory, Lord. It is you that has done this. We are grateful in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. What a blessing. 13 years sustained consistently, but I can attest to the fact that this year's camp is the best. Last year we thought it was the best, but this year is the bestest. <laughs> it's the bestest, yes. Too amazing. We're, we're blessed. Hallelujah. And you know one of my joy, my greatest joy, my greatest joy had, my greatest joy was, and the camp was, my greatest expectation that one day the camp's resources, the speakers must be men of God from this commission. And we had 100% speakers coming from the commission. And the impact was not less. 
the impact was not less. We didn't invite anybody from anywhere. It was mighty. And for me as a father, oh, I was so excited. I was very happy. Oh, you have no idea. I was very happy. My focus right now is to make sure that I have a bunch of men of God and women of God who will be invited everywhere. Even Sunday, I'm looking for one to come and preach. I have to let you cancel some preaching appointment so I can have you small. That's what I'm looking for. That we will carry the flames and f- go and flame everywhere. Hallelujah. So, all of you men and women of God, please. And you are say, they be other, they be preaching me. Who be preaching be? May catch you. Say, who ni moa? Oh, you be there. By the time you realize you are on this platform. Hallelujah. If you don't know, go and ask LP Hannah. I will tell you. She's about to preach. She knows. She knows. She knows. What's the meaning? Why? Are you a fetish priest? <laughs> are you a fetish priest? Uh-huh. <laughs> you preach. <laughs> yeah, you preach. <laughs> you, you see. Amen. All right, so let's do a church of seminar. <laughs> All right, please. Revelation chapter 2, verse number 10. Hmm. Bring me to seven. Eight. Okay. So, eight, please. And unto the church, uh, and unto the angel of the church in Simna, right. <clears throat> so this time, John is sec- John is the secretary of Jesus. John is the secretary of Jesus, writing to the angels of the churches of Simna. He said, write, write these things. Say yes, the first and the last. Which was dead and is alive. So, every time, it is like writing a letter. Okay? Dear so, so this is a formal letter. Dear so so and so. Dear Mr. So so and so. Then you bring your this thing. It's not a friendly letter. It's a formal letter like you are addressing so, Jesus had to introduce who he is. Straight up. Unto the angel of the church. Seminar, right. Semicolon. These things say yes, the first and the last. So, that is the introduction. This voice, this thing I'm about to tell you, is coming from somebody who is called the first and the last. His name is called what? The first and the last. And then, which was dead and is what? Alive. Now, Jesus is such a way that Whenever he's coming into your life, whatever introduction he brings, whatever revelation he's bringing to you, he comes in that revelation or he reveals himself in that direction for, to come and aid you, to come and help you. Probably it is the area where you may be struggling and then he will appear as such. Okay? So like you may be struggling with certain sickness and diseases and then he will appear as a Raphael. You understand? Yeah, he will, he will come as such. When Abraham needed a sheep to sacrifice, a lamb to sacrifice, he appeared as Jehovah Jireh on that mountain. Hallelujah. So when he begins to introduce himself to the seven churches, it means that he wants to address something. He wants to build, build their faith. He wants to give them hope. He wants to let their faith build up and know that they are not alone. Hallelujah. So as we go on, you understand why he introduced himself as the first and what? The last. He's the first and the last. He's the beginning 
and the end. Hallelujah. Now, when if you study the Bible critically, which I don't know whether I have to touch that one, the word the first and the last is not the same as the beginning and the end. The word alpha and omega is not the same as the beginning and the end. But we have always thought it is. Do you understand? The word alpha and omega is not the same as the beginning and the end. And then it's not the first and the last. Actually, omega is not the last in the alphabet. Are you, are you with me? Should we go into that? Are you a mathematician? Will you understand? Hallelujah. All right. So, um, he said, this thing says the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. So, say Jesus is alive. And then he said, I know thy works. I know thy works. And tribulation. And poverty. He didn't say, I know the tribulation. We'll be tackling a whole topic on the tribulation. Okay? But this one is, I know your works and tribulation. That means your unique tribulation. It's a tribulation which, has, which is associated to you alone. You get, you get a point here. And poverty, but thou art rich. He said, and I know the blaspheme of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of what? Satan. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Why is he saying that? Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that he may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. He that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Hallelujah. Wow. He that overcometh shall not be hurt by the word, the second death. That's why I'm telling Dr. Boyson that I'm going to preach with you because this church is describing a particular characteristics. I've told you that the seven churches describes the nature or the situation of a group of Christians or the nature or the situation of a church or a typical life that individual Christian is going through. So, as, you are, as we are studying this, you first have to look into your life and see that does it suit what I'm going through? If it is, then what are the solutions in there? Hallelujah. Like it, we took the church of Ephesus, we are, we are we're told that the church of Ephesus, they forsook their first love. Now, they had, um, they were excellent in doctrines. Okay, solid in the things of God. Excellent in doctrines. And you see, it is very easy for you to be born again and keep loving God. Now, as you keep loving God, if you don't advance in knowledge, in the knowledge of God, and once you're advancing in the knowledge of God, if you don't add temperance, you will be found wanting. Now, there are a lot of Christians who know the Bible, but they are very arrogant and proud. Very, very arrogant and proud. Because knowledge in itself puffs up. 
no matter what the fact that you think you know so it was said concerning paul paul made a statement he said because of the abundance of revelation a messenger from hell was sent to buffet me so god permitted a messenger from hell to buffet paul and it was an act of god's grace what was that that he would keep him in humility and so the bible said paul sought god three times on that matter but god came up and told him said chairman i'm not going to take this thing away from you why he said my grace is made sufficient in this weakness that means that and the bible said that he gives grace to the humble and resists the proud so where grace is it means humility is pending are you following it means humility is prevailing let me use the word humility is prevailing so he said, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. So then Paul began to understood that it is not by might nor by power, but it is God at work in him. Hallelujah. For it is in him we move and live and have our heart, our being. It, was, it would have been easier to boast. So he said, when I, if I boast, I boast in the Lord. If I should boast, I do what? I boast in the Lord. So, we are going back to the verse number 8. And then we'll pick it from there. So, I have explained to let you understand that. Jesus said, introduced himself as the first and the last. First of all, before the church will be persecuted. Listen to me very careful. Before the church will be persecuted, Jesus was the first to be persecuted. So, whatever Jesus was describing to the church of Simna, he was telling them that, I'm the first to have experienced it. He said, I'm the first to have experienced it. And I'll be the last. How is he going to be the last? The church is his body. Are you getting it? When you persecute the church, you are persecuting Jesus. When anybody does anything to you, he's doing it to Jesus. So one day he told Paul, the Bible said Paul, who was Saul, was on the street of Damascus, going to persecute Christians. And Jesus appeared. Jesus met him on the street of Damascus. And then the Bible said all of a sudden he was struck down by a bright light from heaven. And he fell down and the voice from heaven struck him and said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Then he said, who are you? Who are you? At that time he was going to kill Barnabas Demsel. He said, who are you? Then he said, I am Jesus. But it's Barnabas Jesus. But he said, he's Jesus. So if you touch Barnabas, you have touched Jesus. If you touch any member of the church, the body of Christ, you have touched Jesus. So he said, I am the first and I am the last. I am the first. First to taste death. First to taste persecution. First to go through it as a church because he is the head of the church. And in the formation of the church, the head is the first to be formed. The, the head is the first to be formed. Hallelujah. So to encourage the church of Simna, he was telling them that I am the first and the last which was dead and alive. That means that he was bruised. He was, but he was beaten. He was killed. He died. But he was telling them that though he died, he's alive. So no matter what you are going through, you shall live. Jesus is not interested in condemning or destroying any saint. That is something you must understand. And the book of Revelation is not to destroy you, to let you, it's not to produce fear into you. It will help you to understand even the love of God better. It will help you to understand the love of God better. I'm the first and the last. I am the one who was dead. How did I die? You saw the torture. You saw the brutalities that I went through. 
the challenges, the persecution that he went through. A military man, a Roman military personnel who has drunk and woken up very early in the morning, has not brushed their teeth, just go and spat on Jesus. I mean, went and spat on Jesus just like that. That alone is enough. You can just imagine, you, your, your drunk husband, even the sweat from his body. How much more this? Then he went to, they spat on Jesus. They, they, they used tongues to wave a crown to put upon his head. Now you watch it, take notice of all these things. To put upon his head. While they were putting the crown on his head, the one holding the crown, the thing was piercing him. He left it there and used a stick to push it. And it pierced into his skull. He's telling you, this man is telling you. He said, I, I, I am the one who was dead. I am the one who was dead. I went through this. I went through this. And it's alive. I'm alive now. I'm alive now. Paul said something. He said, we die what? He said, outside, we are dying. But inside, we are becoming more better off and living. We are improving. Hallelujah. So why did Jesus introduce himself like this to this particular church? Why did he introduce himself like this to this particular church? It was because of the situation they were going through. It was because of the situation they were going through. The, the, the city of Simna was, a, 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 let me say, a, it was a, a pagan city. Okay, it was a city. Let me, let's do some, I wrote some few history. Let's just uh, go through that. Amazing. Are you ready for tonight? Yeah. I'm going to really take my time to deal with certain things. So, Simna, this was a large and beautiful and proud city. It was a center of learning and culture and was proud of its standing as a city. Simna was an outstanding, beautiful city. It claimed to be glory of Asia. The glory of Asia, which meaning Buckley's, eh? or Buckley. The glory of what? Asia. This was a rich city. There was a lot of money in the city. Why? Because it was a commercial city. Transactions went on. Let's see what happened. Semna was a great trade city. Semna stood at the end of the road which served the valley of the river Hamus. And all the trade of that valley flowed into its market and found an outlet through its harbor. It had a special rich trade in wines. Similar like Ephesus was a city of wealth and commercial greatness. We also know from history that it was a city deeply committed to idolatry and the worship of what? Roman Empire. You know, it got to a certain point. Uh, 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 Caesar rose up in that city and if you want to be alive, in that city, you have to offer an incense to Caesar and say that Caesar is Lord. And if you fail to do that, you'll be killed. They will take you to an arena. They'll take you to an arena like a stadium that people surround it. And then they will release wild lions, hungry lions. If you fail to do that, to deny Jesus as Lord and rather call Caesar Lord, the lions will be released to come and eat you up. And as they are eating, you are fighting with them, the people will be enjoying they'll be screaming they're happy they see it as a game i mean they saw it as a game can you imagine <clears throat> so 
We also know from history that it was a city deeply rooted, committed to idolatry and the worship of Roman Empire. On one, one famous street in Simna called the Golden Street stood magnificent temples to Cybele, Apollo, Ascipios, and Aphrodite. Aphrodite is the god of sex last. So you see where Aphrodisia comes from. <laughs> And a great temple to Zeus. But the worship of those pagan gods was dying out. The real focus was on the worship of Roman Empire. The real focus was on the worship of what? In 196 BC, Simna built the first temple to Dia Roman. The goddess of Rome. The spiritual symbol of the Roman Empire. Once the spirit of the Roman was worshipped, it wasn't much of a step to worship the dead empires of Rome. Then it was only another small step to worship the living empire. And then to demand such worship as an evidence of political allegiance and civic pride. In AD 23, Simna won the privilege over 11 other cities to build a first temple to worship the emperor Tiberia Caesar. Simna was a leading city in Rome, cult of emperor worship. The Roman Emperor Domitian, AD 81 to 96, was the first to demand worship under the title Lord from the people of Rome. Emperor as a test of political loyalty. According to the ancient church history, it was under the reign of Domitian that John was banished to the island of Patmos, where he received this vision. Emperor, emperor worship had begun as a spontaneous demonstration of gratitude to Roman or to the Rome. But to, towards the end of the first century, in the days of the Domitian, the final step was taken and Caesar, Caesar worship became compulsory. Once a year, the Roman citizen must burn a pinch of incense on the altar of the godhead of Caesar and having done so, he was given a certificate to guarantee that he had performed his religious duty. So they entered this church and they request of that certificate. If you don't have it, then you are in trouble. And that certificate is only issued if you can offer that, that incense and call Caesar as Lord. If you don't call Caesar as Lord, then you have a problem. You see, this is what I'm telling you that I'm going to preach with him. Because it was an instruction at a point in Asia, China, that you must have the president's picture in your church instead of Jesus' picture. True or false? Doctor, please come. Let's start preaching. <laughs> so there's going to be, you see, there's going, there's going to be a lot of st stories, real life stories. These things I'm teaching, you think they are, they are somewhere, okay? You think they are somewhere, but they are really, 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 really happening right now. I mean, as I'm talking to you, there are certain places in the world, look, you cannot just get up and call the name Jesus anyhow. And look, you will be beaten, you will be crushed, many things will happen to you. Can you share a little of the experience you had whilst you were in China? Just share it with us. Thank you. Thank you so much, Daddy Reverend. I receive grace. Shalom, family. I am going to um, just like Daddy said, he gave um, a bit of background of the land of China. And by the grace of God, I had the opportunity to stay in the land um, for a couple of years. And um, 
just as we all know, it's a land that is really has been closed, especially to the Western world. And it was just between um, the past maybe three decades that they opened up even for foreign investors and all that. And as people were coming into the nation, um, we didn't they didn't only receive like social workers and um, tourists and all that, but as well they received like students like myself, missionaries and people who came in and then by their mingling with them, they were able to bring in the gospel even in the land. And as that progressed, um, the church, you know, began to grow in, in China. And um, before then, it's a place where, I mean, the people were predominantly into um, Buddhism and Hinduism, and then many of them are under um, the place of atheism, which is not really a, the truth, you know. Yes, but then before you even do anything in that land, you have to denounce whatever you are, especially even if you want to, if you want to come into the place of serving the country. I mean, having any state position, you have to denounce whatever, I mean, your, your religion, and then you now move in to worship the, the, the president. They call it the PRC, exactly. So that's how their system is run. You have to, you have to worship the, the, the king. That's the, the president of... Of, of China. Like, a Kufado, his, like he was yes. your God. Yeah. So whether the dollar is working or it's not working, yeah. you worship him. You don't yeah. you don't you don't talk against him, you don't do anything against him. So I think over the time when um I mean the church began to grow and then they found out that there was a lot of influence by the Westerners and by the foreigners, they began to put some measures in place where they started closing up these even social apps that we are using, that was somewhere around 2016, 15, where they've closed up Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, Twitter. You think about them. They have, they have closed all of those media So when handles. you go to China, there's not like Facebook. Mm -mm. There's not like Twitter. Mm. There's not like WhatsApp. Mm -mm -mm. If you want to use them, you have to use, they had some apps called VPN. VPNs. Yeah. yeah, you have to block, you have to use some crack apps to be able to use these. Um, applications because I think you know they were they were thinking that maybe the foreign influx was just into the culture but then they realized that ma the major part of it was especially in the place of the religion where people's eyes were open and they began to know God and then they were afraid they might lose control over the people because the way the place is I mean if you see the president's picture or any notice of the president or by the state anywhere nobody dares you know um, challenge i mean you don't vote you don't do anything like you don't have any sort of freedom like we do have so i mean fast forward when it got to this time where i mean the covid was initiated initiated or it happened and um i mean there was a lockdown they shut down almost all the social centers including the churches including the bars the restaurants i mean since that was 2019 late 2019 when they started opening up, they opened up, even up to date, there are some churches that are still closed. They opened up and opened every other um, social center, hotels, they opened every other thing, but churches were still like closed. And that was where like the awareness actually came to many people that actually the whole thing was having something to really do with the church, I mean, in as much as, I mean, people who were coming in were coming in for, um, they, they were having other uh, influences in the area of commerce, in the area of health, 
business education, but then it looks like the, relig the religious part was where they, they were so much concerned about, you know. So it got to a point, and I, I mean, it got to a point where even for online services, March this year, online services, they, they, they passed the law that we're going to cancel it. And then we had to gather people to pray. Even for three weeks, Zoom was not working. You know, Zoom was no Zoom was not working, and especially for the locals. I mean, the local Chinese believers. Uh, it, it became a very hard time for them. Most of them were not receiving their their. Uh, we felt impact, but to them it was much greater. Most of them, some of the benefits they were supposed to receive, they are not receiving. Some of them had to be at home. Others actually had to. Um, um, how do I put it? You know. I don't know. There's something about their hearts. Okay, those who really believe, you find out the the they are the zeal, about yes, the passion, yes. It's 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 they something that any yeah, price for anything. It. You, you can do anything. Remember when I was coming, but uh, I I got stuck in the airport for about one yeah, week. Tell our story. That's yeah, story. yeah. I, and and amazing to me, I met a group of like women, like old women, like from their fifties, sixties, seventies, and these people. They were believers, and they were stuck in the airport just like me. And I just, I, I just got there, and then, and then they were, they introduced themselves to me. They were feeding people with food, actually, like because that place you couldn't go out. The, 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 the main reason for we being stuck at the airport was because of COVID, and there are no flights, so we literally couldn't go out of the airport. And there were times they had, I mean, meals given to us. I mean, that's to purchase, not for free though. But these people somewhere, somehow had some food from nowhere. I, 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 those people were very mysterious to me. They had food and they were feeding other people. They could, they had, they had some, like they had a, a small cooker, they could cook rice and then they would be giving to people. And as they give to them, they tell them like, Jesus loves you, Jesus loves you. So when they, they met me, I think my first night, and then they told me that like, Jesus loves you. And I was like, yeah. And, and I, 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 I began to interact with them. I told them that, yes, I'm a believer too. And it's like, really? It's like, yeah, praise God, praise God, praise God. And then they drew me to closer to them. And over, over that time, we had like fellowship outdoor. They were telling me so many things they had to go through. And even in the airports, they, they had been arrested more than three to four times because it's actually out of their policy for anyone to preach the gospel, even on your social media. And that place too, for the media they have there, like they have, they have their own sort of WhatsApp, um, which is like WeChat and other apps that are inbuilt in that country. But those ones are under surveillance of the country. So any text message you send across, is open. It's not like end-to-end -end encryption like we have in, <laughs> on WhatsApp. And all. So every message you send, every video you send, everything you send there is open if they want to, I mean, come up against you, they are, they are able to see all those things. So these, these women were going in the airport and they were, they were baptizing. They were baptizing people. Like they would call, they were showing me videos of people they had baptized in the airport, people they had led to Christ. And every morning, we cook, we go around, they were giving the food to people and they were telling me their encounters and some of the things that even I had, I had read online about the church. I mean, when the church had to go underground, and um, I mean, there were there was a there was a there was a phase of the church in China where there were the, the churches were actually shut down. They had to be worshiping underground. They were staying there for months, for weeks. Yeah. They had Korean missionaries training them, and then these these and they were telling me some of those stories. 
and they were, they were just saying that this another like version of it and at this point they don't care to lose their lives and they were carrying this you know heart of martyrdom and i was i began to even question myself to some extent that mm. do i really do i really know about this jesus mm. i'm talking about like do i really love god this much i mean how much how far can i go how 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 far can mm. i go for the gospel and as these women were doing that in my, even in my face like some of this, they come, they reprimand them, they come back, they still do it. And they are, what, why, the reason why they were in the airport was like, we are taking a, 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 a um, how do you call it? They had some sort of refund to take from the airport. And the airport was not giving it within that time. So they used that opportunity and they said, any opportunity they have, they are going to do that. And they were telling me the number of souls they had won. These are old women. And they were, they were just going from, like, from person to person, from, from, from floor to floor, everyone, and they were taking me along. And many, I was the only black there at that moment, actually. And like, when they realized that, especially the people who came around, when they realized that, oh, okay, the black person also believed. Because to them, when they saw the old men at first, they thought that, I mean, Christianity is a religion for old, like people, yeah, people who are poor, people who are old, who, are, who doesn't have, yeah, they, are, they don't have any other thing to do. They want to waste their time, you know, that kind of thing. And like by the grace of God, like when, when, they, when they encountered me and I began to also work with them, I began to, I was eating with them publicly. Sometimes when I go in, I mean, for the rounds, to preaching to people, I was doing the same with them. I remember there was one case we had, was one man who was um, going for euthanasia. Euthanasia is like this, uh, it's, it's, it's in, in Switzerland, they have this uh, procedure they do for people who want to kill themselves. Like you go there, they'll give you some form of injection and within a matter of five minutes you are dead. Like you don't feel pains and all that. And this man was from Taiwan and he wanted to go for this euthanasia procedure. He had been trying since last year, December. And he had been trying, <laughs> trying, to looking for opportunity to go and die. Opportunity to go and kill himself <laughs> because he didn't have any, I mean, reason. Did it, I mean, if it's about money, he has had enough. If it's about, and he's not, he felt like, oh, even if I'm to die, nobody's going to feel my absence. I mean, I just came on in this world by myself because I'm not married. I don't have children and all that. Nobody's going to feel my absence and my whatever. So he had that, that mindset, and he he was also a very learned man. In terms of you know physics, in terms of um, you know these these sciences, are the, yes, you know. So he met me, and like I was saying, in the airport, most of them because some of them did because I was the only black person. Sometimes they just like to come and interact with me and find, okay, how is it life? How is how is life? Where are you coming from? Where are you going to? And this man had. Like we were, we were talking, and then he opened up to me about what he was going through and what he was, I mean, waiting in the airport just for a ticket to go to Switzerland and then commit this um, procedure. So just around that time, I introduced them to this woman. And among the women, there was one who was also good in Taiwanese. And then we fellowshiped. I mean, together, I record him closer. Because if I am not there, he, was not, he, he didn't like to join us. So, I mean, because I was also fellowshipping and very, I mean, happy with the old woman, she also come along, and he also comes along. And then over the time, he was, I mean, introduced the Bible. That, I mean, the gospel was properly explained to him. He received Christ. He, 
he, he began to understand. Even at the airport, he read the book of John. He had to complete. He downloaded the book of the Bible for him. He completed. Charlie, we have tried it. We have tried to read it like the whole of this year. It's not working now. Chapter two, can you do it? <laughs> yeah. So it was like it's amazing, you know. And that was, I mean, and I was saying that this was even just one person that I, I have, I have, I have connected to them. And they, were, they took time. I mean, because that was all that they were doing. So I, now, I was now beginning to think, how about the other people, other souls that they were baptized? Some were children. They had videos. Some of them were videos. Some of them in... in and, and then this was how we were actually getting food there. Some people, when they tell them about the gospel, and then maybe their flight comes in there, and they are leaving, and then they will give their food items to we who are staying. And usually they give it to these women because these were the women who were... Actually, they almost encountered everybody. Before they leave, they have to tell you about the gospel. And then they felt mostly like the people who, who accepted Christ, I mean, and then had that conviction. When they are leaving, they just give everything they have. So it looked like those women who seemed like they were like old women who really didn't have much, they seemed to be the, the, the people who were supplying, you know, food. They, were, they seemed to be, I don't know how God used that to, you know. He was just trying to tell about how God takes care of, his people, how he is able to supply, how he's reliable, how he's dependable. He was using those women to, to, to tell a lot, you know. And that was just one, one, of the, one of those experiences around that time. But generally for the, the, the body of Christ there, even up to date, like I told you, I think recently we heard about some parts of China that was going for um, uh, a rally against the president. This is the first time since yeah. this president has been on. Yeah, this is the first time, right? Because they are still trying to prevent people from coming in. And if, especially there were times where they were denying people of scholarships, scholarships people of jobs, people um, of, 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 of a lot of opportunities just because of the religion. Because when you are filling their form, you have to state which religion you belong to. So it was a, yeah, just, just a, a bit of summary for, for the, for the You wait. <laughs> I'm preaching with you. I think the message is going to be nice. Isn't it? Yeah. So Jesus finds himself, so there's a church in China. Yes, I told you about the experience of Dr. George when he went to the, the China. You heard about yes, Dr. Yes, Dr. George yes, came, you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The situation he faced at northern china i don't know what is there but he had a breakthrough yeah. at northern china by the time he got to southern china yeah. the messages from the northern china had already traveled to the southern china and they were looking for him and i told you that when he got to the airport before he could get into the city his host they met him and told him that as you are coming into this town no bible no iphone with any uh no tablet like gadget with anything, Bible software, whatever, whatever, whatever. They inspected everything, deleted everything. You don't need to hold no cross, nothing. Now, when you are preaching, no praise the Lord, no Jesus, no amen, nothing to show that you are preaching. So, how are you going to speak? And that you must manage to make the meeting like a business meeting. You understand? So, as you are preaching, you have to speak in quotes. So as he preaches, from time to time, the police will barge on them, will enter in there, and listen whether you are 
talking about Jesus. Is he a religious gathering or whatever? Now, you look at this and realize that we have a whole lot of liberty here. But we don't use it. Twitter was... Uh, is it TikTok? Is it TikTok? Yeah. yeah. That's a China-made software. Yeah. But it's not used there. It's not used. Meanwhile, we are here using it for naked pictures and all those things. You can't go and do that. One day, a guy will be arrested in China. I know, by all means. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. When you go, they use their softwares for something more profitable, businesses and all those things. But they don't allow religious activities and all those things there. Now, let's look at this. Okay, you just give him a seat around. Let him find places and sit. And then we, we are going to preach. Hold your microphone. Maybe you can talk from wherever you are. Okay. Yes. So, it says, the verse number nine, it says, I know thy works and the tribulation. And this is what we are talking about. The tribulation. The, when we talk about tribulation, we are talking about pr- being under pressure with persecution. You understand it? Being under pressure with persecution. Some of you, you, see, you have not seen anything. You have not seen anything yet. Recently, I was listening to one, one man of God that uh, I really admire so much. A great prophet, but very calm. Not too much known. That I, was, I very admire so much. That I had to go to a town which never believed in Jesus. But everybody in that town is naked. Everybody in that town is naked. Now, if you want to enter into the town with a pants, they must beat you 40 lashes with the shape of a horse. Before you can go into the town with a pants, you can go and talk to the king. 40 lashes. It's not small. And if you want to go freely, I mean, we are talking about, I'm talking, this thing happened just 2021. It's not like it shank something. 20, just 20, last year. Just last year. So, if you have to go in and you don't want the ship, then you must go naked. I'm talking about naked, like all your bolo bolo and everything. You, are, you understand what I'm trying to say? And this man of God wanted to get access to go and preach the gospel. He went with clothes and other things, trying to let the people know that they, they almost beat him and they sack him away. So he came back home, come, came to pray. And the Lord told him that. The God of that town, the spirit that ruled that town, wants the people naked. And that is why the people are all naked like that. So the way he gets there, everybody was naked. So he asked God what he should do. And God told him that he should also go in naked. The, so the pastor went in naked. He went with his team. I'm sure there were no, there were, there were no females. Yeah. <laughs> but whether they are females, you meet females who are naked. So, you see, there are certain situations, if you don't train yourself, you have, you have trouble. Some of you see a woman but us, you are in trouble. What, what if you go and meet such a situation? What will you do? And the first person you met was the king's wife. You are, you are, you are, you, they'll, they'll kill you before you are... <laughs> Hallelujah. So he got in there and went to speak to the king. Went to speak to the king. And they went in naked, met the king, spoke to the king. The king only had a leaf that was covering his bolo bolo. And then they finished everything. And then gave the king gifts and the king became happy. And he told the king that he wants to meet the God 
of this place. So you said when they were there, the people were talking, and the object, the object, the God object was also talking back, like whatever they were talking. I mean, and then they told the God that there are some visitors here who wants to meet him. But before then, God has instructed them to pray. And they spent hours praying and fasting before they entered. And when they got there, the Lord told them they should speak in tongues. So they were speaking in tongues within. So when the time came, and then the people called their God that there are strange people, strangers who are here, want to, the God was not speaking. They did everything. The, God, the king was standing there. He was wondering. They did everything the God couldn't speak. They did everything. So whilst they were standing there, the man of God lifted his hand and began to thank God. And a tender strike and divided the God into two. It's not Bible story. Even if it's Bible story, Bible story is more truer than even the physicals. I'm talking about something that happened just last year. Just last year, late last year. Hallelujah. And that was when the king was like surprised. And within the day, 90% of the village folks gave their life to Jesus. 90%. KMC, we have an assignment. You see, God is not letting us hear these things for hearing sake. If you are here and you are hearing things like this, the kind of messages that are coming to you, can I tell you something? There is no way you add a red paint to your body that it will show black or it should show green. God will judge you. When we see you, we can only talk about the color you added to yourself, true or false. So if you added a red paint to yourself, we only see you red. When God meets you, he will see you by the messages he sent to you. And he will expect you to have lived according to the message he sent to you. Don't just pride yourself like a church of Ephesus who prided themselves in the doctrines and they were happy about the messages they had and how accurate they thought they were and kept practicing without love. We must know that if we have these messages and we are here in our corner only coming Tuesdays, Sundays and going back and this city, it is still what it is. Then there's a question and a weight on our neck. We cannot be in Akimoda and Akimoda remains what it is. You alone, you are enough to turn the whole city upside down. You alone, if Philip can do it and Stephen can do it, you can do it. What about if we are together? What will happen? As a church, KMC, let's rise up. Let's wake up. The, the city depends on us. The hope of this community depends on us. Don't let us feel... Uh, listen, there are many people that go to church, but there are many unbelieving, church, unbelieving believers. There are many unbelieving believers. And it depends on us. It depends on us. Look at how people are paying prices out there. Look at what people are doing. Doing, putting their life on the scale. People are desiring death, and death is even running away from them. And we are running away. The Lord is telling us that we should wake up. Amen. Amen. So this is a church that Jesus visited and spoke to them. He said, I know thy works, the tribulation and poverty. Now, this is a church that is living at a place where there is much riches. There is much riches. When you go to China, China has the, the most, the country with the most billionaires on earth is China today. China has a lot of billionaires. A lot of billionaires. Is it? Is it more than U.S. or U.S. is a little? That's supposed to sound like that. But China can, do you know China can raise billionaires? They can say we want to raise 20 billionaires this year and they raise it. Do you know how they do it? The cryptocurrency. They have a way they control the crypto. They have a way they control the crypto and they can decide to draw out. And when they draw out, people begin to, and when you, they, they, they create that panic and people are 
rushing out. That is another way of sales. So they buy down. So by the time you are coming back, they have a lot of currency. So when they sell out, they are getting more. And they create a lot. They have a way of manipulating the system. And they create a lot of billionaires. So the similar is a, a, a similar situation. And don't forget, we are talking about a church in Asia. And China is in Asia. Okay? Now, similar was a, a similar situation. They were, they were living in a, 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 an environment where there was so much riches. But for their faith and for their confession in Jesus Christ, they were denied many things just as uh, Dr. Boysen is talking about. They were denied many, many, many things. You couldn't go to school with scholarship. You couldn't do much. You have to hide to serve the Lord. And many things. So, Jesus said, I know your poverty. I know your poverty. Jesus has recognized this poverty that it was birthed out of their faith in him. The poverty was birthed out of their faith in him. Beloved, this was so precious in the eyes of Jesus Christ. This poverty was so precious. We are not talking about that which was caused, I mean, by your own mistakes and all those things. This was faith in the Lord Jesus Christ that has brought them to this point. Can you just imagine that because of your lack, because of your lack, you, I mean, uh, the, 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 your, your decision to live righteous, it has brought you into a certain situation. There is a way you could come out of it. And this way is to compromise with the standards of your faith. And then you deny yourself this and choose to stand for the Lord. Jesus will take notice of it. He took notice of it. Am I supposed to sell my body to make money? Am I supposed to be corrupt to make money? Yes, I could have sold my body. I have the breast, I have the bottles. Every man who chase after me. But I have denied myself of it. I have denied myself. And as you do this, Jesus will take notice of it. He took notice of their poverty. Though they are living in a rich place. Though they are living in a rich place. He took notice of their poverty. Hallelujah. He said, but thou art what? Rich. Similar, you are rich. But you, the church, you are poor. He said, and I know the blaspheme of them which say that they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of what? Satan. The synagogue of Satan. The church of what? Satan. So, this way, it was an atmosphere where you could see the dominance of the activities of satanic, I mean satanic activities, but yet men of faith and purity were thriving. Poverty birthed out of purity was thriving in an atmosphere where you could see the manipulation and the presence of satanic events. Yet, the church of seminar was succeeding. Some of us can find ourselves, even in our private homes, that we are, because we are Christians, that alone is what is giving us, I mean, challenges where we stay. It may not be to the pedigree of uh, what we are talking about, but there is a, the wind or the substance of it. When I got born again, I, I, I go to church, I come back home and I was slapped. I was slapped. So I'll be sleeping. They'll slap me on bed. Then my head will bounce up. Wake up. The following day, I go back again. Up to now, I don't understand why my daddy did that to me. And thank God, I'm sure he, 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 he was sorry because he went in my presence the day he stood there and gave his life to Christ. 
And I asked him, if I had stopped when you were beating me, would you have had this gift? Then my father wept. When he told my mother, I said, now nah, I found my pastor in my church. My father was calling me his pastor. And he was calling this church his church. This was a man who couldn't believe in charismatic church. But we never gave up. There were times where denying hang, I mean food. Some of you are here. You may be denied food. You will not be giving food to eat because of your faith. That should not let you lose your faith. No. You should be strong because the Lord will take notice of it. The Lord will take notice of it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I've met people. I've, I've met a young lady who was telling me, said, Pastor, I'm not into men. But, Pastor, I'm into women. I'm into women because I feel fornication is not good. And to get money to spend, I have to sleep with a man and I don't want to do that. So, I do women. Uh, well, how will you, how will you call... Now, will you call it fornication? Woman to man. Will you call it fornication? Then I asked her, I said, why are you talking to me about it? Why are you talking to me about it? You're talking to me about it because you know it's not good. I'm not saying it's not good, but you're not feeling okay with it. There's a conviction in your heart what you're doing is wrong. Isn't it? Then she broke out in tears in my office. She was crying. I allowed her to cry. And I said, sweetheart, you can stop. He said, I don't know how to take care of myself. I said, the Lord knows how to take care of his people. Even a prophet who was a, a very popular prophet called Elijah, when he gave a prophecy, he went to sleep by the river. The river dried up. God sent supply. If God can do it, he will do it for you. So you should not allow any situation. I am here to encourage you. You should not allow any situation to water down your faith. Beloved, where we are going, things are not going to be tender. It is going to be tougher. It's going to be tougher. And I told you, I'm not waiting for the first night to tell you. I'm giving you this word of prophecy. That next year is going to be tougher than this year. It's going to be tougher than this year. Now, if you realize, those of us who are living and pursuing the Lord, eh, the truth of the matter is that that kind of hardship and that thing that is making people... We are, me, I'm not feeling it all. Hello? I can see the evidence on people. But sincerely speaking, if I tell you that based on my, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, economic whatever, I feel I should have rather be begging by now. But rather, I sow seeds more than, I, my offerings have improved, my tithes have improved, I sow seeds more than uh, I, I used to do earlier on. Even the years pass. And I asked myself, how is, are these things done? Amen. Somebody just walked into my house and gave me some dollars yesterday. Just like that. I was not expecting it. What did I do? I saw a seed in the life of this young man up there behind the keyboard. I just saw a seed of 100 Ghana. And somebody just walked into my house and gave me 100 dollars. Uh-huh. You see? Why? Because I returned, from, I returned from camp and I learned the way of faith. And I told you that when you walk in faith, you are able to step into the spirit time. And you are able to speed up. Faith brings you to the now place. Are you getting what I'm saying? It brings you to the now place. So it's not just, it's not just every giving that is a giving of faith. 
understand it. It's not just every giving that is the giving of faith. We have giving that we give, we give by hope. And we have giving we give by faith. And we have giving we give by love. <laughs> but that is not why I am here today. But I gave by faith. Because when I was giving, I had nothing. But I told God, I said, this is the young man that makes the whole service nice. This is the young man that plays for your worship, Lord. I'm sorry to see it into his life. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, sir. And then I was trusting God for how to replace that thing. Amen. Amen. I had some money, some debt I had to pay. I didn't know where the money were going to come from. 100% paid today. Everything paid today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Look at the project that is going on there. The amount of money that we had during our seed sowing. If, if, as I'm talking to you, everything is gone. Everything is gone. So I was asking the chairperson, I said, have you committee people thought about, ah, how, where are the monies coming from that the project is still ongoing? She was looking at me. Because the project has not stopped. The, the monies are finished. The monies are finished. But the project is still ongoing. Every day, everything is going. Tomorrow, we are going to pay 10,000 Ghana cities, making sure that we have to, have to release 100 million for them to buy iron rods. Already, iron rods in there. And, and no means, uh, you know. You understand? And it's just going. What is that? 31st night, I told you that the law says that his children that will believe in him and have faith in him, no matter how the situation will be, he will take care of us. Didn't I tell you? So those of you who are not faithful in tithing, you have problems. You have problems. I'm telling you. They go around and say, hey, tithe is not good, and tithe is not good. If it is not good for you, you leave me. At least I'm, I'm, I know one plus one is two. You don't need to come and tell me. Okay? If I write it and I'm wrong, I'll change my mind. It'll not be so. So if it's not good for you, you leave me. When I give one, two, three, it's not good, I'll stop. But since I've not stopped from 1994 till now, you and I, who is more wiser? That thing is working. If it's not working, I would have stopped a long time. That thing is working. Amen. One day I told God, I said, I want to give you a tithe in advance so that you will give me an income according to the tithe. And I gave God, those days, seven CDs was very powerful. Very, very powerful. I gave God seven CD. It wasn't easy cry. And then God brought me 700. You understand what I'm trying to say? He brought me 700 and said, hey, God, you are sharp. <laughs> No, I was, a, I was a student. I was a student. It's a long time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is a faithful God. Finish. That alone should move you on. That alone should move you on. Hallelujah. Are we getting blessed with this, honey? Yes. The next verse. So some of you, like, like some of you, eh, when we place you at certain geographical location, when we come to a we are looking for, okay, where, which place is more, I mean, let's, let's take like Old Town and New Town. It is very easy for you to think of the fact that when you put your child at New Old Town, you get sports earlier than being in New Town. Uh, I mean, I'm, it's just uh, this thing. It's possible because me, I've, been, I've lived in Old Town before. I mean, the life there is different from the life here. Yes, that place, you can become anybody, somebody on the street. You can become something. Anything is something. You understand? It? Do you understand what I'm going to say? So it's like, let's say, the synagogue of Satan. But when you are living at a place like that, and you are still able to rise as a Christian, 
and still keep your faith. The Lord Jesus respects you and honor you more than the one who is living in Newtown. Just close to the church, behind the church, and still comes to church late. For he that is faithful in little, he didn't say shall be faithful in much. He said is faithful in much. So if you are able to survive there in that little light, you are able to live a holy life, then you are very holy. You don't have an excuse. I said you don't have an excuse. Do you understand it? So don't tell me, oh, and the place, you know, and I'm sorry, be here. If there is no church, create one. Create one. You don't need an instrument to start a church. I don't know where it came from. That way we are looking for perfect. What who told you that? Who told you that that's how a church must start? Who told you that that's how a church must? Do you know how a church starts? A church starts from the grave. It starts from where the grave. When he died and resurrected, the church was born. The church didn't start from the marketplace. The church didn't start with organ. The church didn't start with uh, whatever amplifier. It starts from the. It started from the grave. Hallelujah. The synagogue of Satan said, I know, I know, I know, you, I know your works. Let's move on to verse number 10. Oh, he that had an ear, let him. Verse 10, okay, fine. Fear none of those things. He said, fear none of those things. Why is he saying fear none of those things? Which thou shalt suffer. Behold, he said, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days, and be thou faithful unto death. Jesus is the one telling us. Now listen, Jesus has an attitude of not saving us from tribulation. He doesn't save us from, from tribulation. Do you know what he does? He saves us in tribulation. He will keep you there, but keep you safe. <laughs> he will keep you there. When I, I will tell you, I will read a story about a polycap, a Christian Matai, and what he went through. He will keep you there. He was lighted in flames, and Jesus came to surround him in the flame, and he was, being, he was not burning. And the people got so angry, and they had to use a spear to shook him. Hallelujah. I want to show you something, a, a, a word Jesus used. He said, Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison. That means it will bring you to a place, a confinement. It literally it could be a prison, but at the same time, it he was also talking about a confinement of sufferings and tribulation. Hallelujah. That ye may be tried, and the word is what? Tried. Satan does not try us when he comes in. When he comes in, he tempts us. Satan comes with what? Temptation. So the intention of what Satan, the devil is doing, casting some into prison, when Jesus comes in, he turns it into trial. Trial is to bring your faith to a higher pedigree. Now, in the midst of tribulation and trial, there is one thing God does. The fruit of the spirit called patience is best birth in tribulation. The fruit of the spirit called patience. It is best birth. The Holy Spirit is able to bring it forth and bring it out quickly and better in tribulation 
and trials. So the Bible talks about the trial of our faith. He said it is far better and valuable than gold which has gone through fire. So Paul said, I count it all joy when I go through diverse persecutions and what? And tribulations or trials. Why? Because it brings forth patience. It brings forth patience. Hallelujah. So some of you, you think you're patient. Can I tell you something? Being quiet at the face of a situation does not show you are patient. It's not true. <laughs> that does not show your patience. No. No, 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 no. You see, if the quietness, okay, if the quietness is birthed out of understanding, communicated by the spirit within, to the extent that it has not altered your emotion, but yet the love of Jesus is still keeping your heart, then you can call it patience. That is the point you can call it what? Patience. But if the quietness is best <laughs> based on the fact that hmm, hmm, I want people to know that me, I'm disciplined. I'm patient. Some of you are quiet because you are wearing white shirt. The truth is that you are wearing white shirt. I'm telling you. And you are, some of you are just quiet because a lady you propose to is just standing there and you are trying to be more disciplined. And you're calling this patient. Hey. And the lady is telling you, hey, where you're going to hide in your Oh, me, mom, dear, me, me, I'm on your baby home. That is not it. That is not it. <laughs> Hallelujah. That is not it. Amen. Well, if it is patience, do you know what it comes with? If it is patient, you will see compassion and sympathy. I say, you see what? Compassion and sympathy. What do I mean? Whatever the person is trying to do against you, you understand so well, know that the devil is at work. And how come Satan can take a person's heart and can do this against you and you begin to feel compassionate towards him. You feel sympathetic for him. And you want to even do him. You feel like, you feel like going home to pray for and fast for him. Now, until you come to that point, you have not stepped into patience. You have not, you have not come there. Hallelujah. You have not come there. Am I saying something very important here? And so the Bible is telling us that he may try you and ye shall have tribulation 10 days. The word 10 days there means, you see, the theologians have battled with this thing so much. But we have already made it clear that the book of Revelation is written in quotes. Okay? The word 10 days, it was trying to, Jesus was trying to paint a picture that you are going to go through tribulation one after the other, after the other, in heights, okay, until you come to a certain point, so high and the finality of it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Ten means divine government. That was it. Now, in a demonic world, we have Trinity. In divine world, we have Trinity. Hallelujah. I've taught you this in this house. Twelve us. But you have forgotten. <laughs> Let's continue. So he said, be thou faithful unto death. Jesus is con- uh, advising that. He said, be thou faithful unto death. 
Be faithful. Don't change. Don't change. Be faithful unto death. Then he said, and I will give thee a crown of life. Now, when you look at Simna, they respected a lot of crowns. Jesus used crown because, you see, the Bible said that he will not speak to you in the language you don't understand. He used crowns for the church in Simna because they saw a crown more valuable, the most valuable substance there. There were two, the word crown there stands for two things. The crown on the head of a king or the crown that is given to an athlete after he has won. So this crown symbolizes a winner or one which has been enthroned. That is what this crown symbolized. So he was telling them that. He was going to give them a crown. And those days in Simna, when you are an athlete and you win, they actually design special leaves. Okay? And they put it around you as a crown. And this leaf will wear that away one day. But Jesus was trying to symbolize and tell them that I'm going to give you something incorruptible. Are you getting it? Something incorruptible. It was, read, it was said in history that the crowns that the kings carried was so heavy that it, give, it gave pain to their neck. But Jesus was telling them that he was going to give them rest by the crown that he was going to give them. Hallelujah. So he said this crown is not just going to be a metallic crown, but it's going to be a crown that will supply life. It's a crown of life. It will give life. Hallelujah. Alright, so now verse number 11, if I'm right. He said, he that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Hallelujah. So I want to read the story of Polycarp. The story of Polycarp. And then I want you to listen to it very careful. Polycarp was a remarkable example of both the persecution and the courage of the early Christians. The year after Polycarp returned from Rome, a great persecution came upon the Christians of Simna. His congregation urged him to leave the city until the threat blew over. So believing that God wanted him to be around a few more years, Polycarp left the city and hid out on a farm belonging to some Christian friends. This is a true story. One day, on the farm, as he prayed in his room, Polycarp had a vision of his pillow engulfed in flames. He knew what God said to him and calmly told his companions, I see that I must be bent at the stake. Meanwhile, the chief of police issued a warranty for his arrest. They seized one of Polycarp's servants and tortured him until he told them where his master was. Towards evening, the police chief and a band of soldiers came to the old farm's farmhouse. When the soldiers found him, they were embarrassed to see that they had come to arrest such an old, frail man. They reluctantly put him on a donkey and walked him back to the city of Simna. He was so weak. So weak and he was an old man. Polycarp was an old man. And when they were going to arrest him, they thought they were going for some giant bolleg. When they got there, they said, ah, is that a man we are come to? They, were, they felt very bad. Like, yeah, this soldier friend is a DH. Like, they were surprised. So they took this man, put him on a donkey. On the way to the city, the police chief 
and other government officials tried to persuade Polycarp to offer a pinch of incense before the statue of Caesar and simply say, Caesar is Lord. Just say, Caesar is Lord, and you are free. That's all he had to do, and he would be off hook. They pleaded with him to do it and escape the dreadful penalty. At first, Polycarp was silent, but then he calmly gave them his firm answer. No. The police chief was now angry, annoyed with the old man, and he pushed him out of his carriage and onto the hard ground. Polycarp bruised but resolute. Polycarp bruised but resolute. Got up and walked the rest of the way to the arena. So the guy was broken. The piano free pong. so from Piano from no sorry Sorry we prepared here. Then so onantiya diomachi. We brought mama team pong also. And on the copy arena. And when you talk about the arena, explain the arena is like a stadium. Eh? The arena is like a stadium. It's built like a stadium, and then inwardly walled to make sure that hungry lions can, are unable to climb and they release their lions into the park and whoever they release into the park becomes meat for the, these hungry lions and it was like a game and the people they used to play the game were Christians that believed in Jesus Christ and never wanted to deny their faith that was how they were tortured hallelujah you are living in Ghana and you, are, you, you, don't, you don't even open your Bible People are dying for their Bible. People are dying for their faith. Beloved, let's change our attitude. Let's change our attitude. Can you just imagine standing side by side by an Asian Christian when Jesus appears? What will be your place? What price have you paid? I always have a saying that I say that if you don't intentionally make yourself uncomfortable, I mean, if you don't controllably make yourself uncomfortable, something uncontrollable will make you uncomfortable. When you controllably make yourself uncomfortable that means that you have control you understand it to regulate the pain and other things but if you don't one day something you cannot control will handle you and you will not have answer to it you don't have answer to it don't sleep too much wake up at night and pray make yourself uncomfortable at night wake up at night and pray don't get too stuck to movies stop it get to the word the Bible says, this is your wisdom. Be wiser. Build your wisdom capacity. Build yourself. People meet us and they are talking about, oh, pastor, you, are, you, are, you take wise decisions. It is the Bible. I don't have any secrets anywhere. My code is the Bible. I take my decision by what the word of God tells me. Hallelujah. Because I have come to believe that the word, the word of God is true. And that's all. And therefore, whatever it says, I believe it. I believe it. Hallelujah. That a man is a nice person sitting in front of me. That's not a conclusion to see a righteous man. I know what the Bible expects. And I look for. Hallelujah. If I can't handle a man, I, the next thing I search for is to see that he's filled of the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit is inside the man, and I see that the man is living some way, I don't, watch, I don't worry myself pushing my way. No, I handle him through prayer. I talk to the Holy Spirit to convict him. Because the master, he can hear his voice, is the Holy Spirit. If a person cannot hear the Holy Spirit's voice, there is no voice on earth that can change him. There is no voice on earth that can change him. I can walk, listen to me, I can walk to a stubborn unbeliever and preach the gospel to him and it will be easier for him to be born again than a backslided Christian to be, to be converted. Why? Because the backslided Christian, I don't need to cast out the devil from him. Do you understand it? This is a person who has become, who has become, 
uh, me stiff naked to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And as I go to this backslider Christian, I'm speaking under the influence of the same Holy Spirit he doesn't want to listen to. So why will he hear me? Do you see why it's difficult for people when they backslide to come back alive? Another reason why when people backslide, you know, it's hard for them to come back alive is because the demons that got them backslided, the demons that possessed them, okay, came back to see that they are living careless life. The Bible says they go for seven more stronger demons than themselves. And they come to make sure that you don't raise your head again. Jesus, Jesus that knows all truth, made a statement. He said that the latter end of that person will be worse than before. Your case will be worse than before. So if you are born again, you must watch you, you must be careful of your life. Don't just live anyhow. Don't live carelessly. Hallelujah. Don't play around fire. I said, don't do what? Don't play around fire. Satan can deceive you. Or bet that there was some. I feel you when you. You can be a baby. And you're fasting. Now you say, what are you when you? Say, I'm going to be a baby. I'm going to be a baby. I'm going to be a baby. I'm going to be a so share, see you should work out your salvation with what fear and trembling fear and trembling don't think of yourself too high to fall you can fall from any height you can fall from what any height if a pastor can take we and smoke before going to the pulpit then i'm telling you you can fall from any height amen you don't have to fear pastors Okay, if if there should be any recognition, give their recognition to faithful Christians. Because as for pastors, Satan has pastors. We have false prophets. Take the false from there; they are also prophets. Do you understand it? So if you hear the word prophet, oh, prophet, so so, please don't waste your time on that. By their fruit, we shall know them. The people, the people, the people. Jesus is coming for are not prophets, apostles, or whatever. He's coming for the saints. He's coming for the saints. If you come and you are a prophet, so, so, and so you are not a saint, you are not going. So our focus must be on the saints. Hallelujah. Some of us are here standing here. I'm even scared. When, after the testimony that our brother just gave us, I'm even scared if, I mean, standing side by side with this old man, this old women, will, am, I, am I pious than them? How many people have I met in the taxis that have gone to hell? These are people who have money to stake plane tickets. You don't have torture money. You don't even want to evangelize. Even torture money, you don't have. You don't want to evangelize. Something is not right with us. I say something is not right with us. I'm telling you, we are here enjoying nice music, good music, and all these things. Can these things be played in China? Can you go and play these things? No, please. It can't happen. That we are, we are there. Uh, uh, so if you have the opportunity to lead worship, lead it with your whole heart. Do we see it as the greatest thing God has done for you. If you have opportunity to worship, don't let the worship leader tell you, lift your voice and worship the Lord. Don't you have common sense that you are before the Lord, you have to lift your voice. Should we come and tell you? No, why should, you, why should we come and tell you? Amen. You have come out from your house. I mean, outside, you have entered your room. Your husband is standing there. Should we tell you to hug her, him? Now you have to come and you have to see one table. No, no, no. You, there are certain things you should know. Do you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? You are before the Lord. You are before the Lord. Some people, you see, sometimes I feel, I wish I, 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 I prepared well with documentaries so that you will see what is happening in the underground church. Recently, they went to cut some of them. Hey, it was so terrible. 
It was so terrible. And I'm talking about churches where when you go to Asia, they worshipped. One day, a particular church worshipped. And you know what happened? They go, diamond fell on their chest. I've shown that video here before. They finished worshipping. They were coming to sit down. And everybody had diamonds on their chest. They took it to the diamond market. And they, their machine read that there is no class of diamond on earth like what they brought. It's on YouTube if I'm lying, go and check it. And it's a small church on a rooftop. Some place be. That same church were worshipping and oil was dripping from their Bibles. Oil. Literally. You could see on the wall, there were gold dust. Gold dust. You are here. You where we are worshipping. You are looking on your Facebook. You are doing, look at you. 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 You are looking, you are treating. You are doing, we are, check the B. Ah! Now you're going to the status. Check the B. Check time. Check the B. You don't know what you are doing. You see, the trembling side, okay, that we have to attach to the working out of our salvation. Anyhow. Anyhow. That did they grow? That did they grow? I will say, 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 certain reverence. Certain reverence. I'm telling you, Pastor, why are you saying that? God told Moses, he said, take off your sandals. Take off. You know what he said? He said, where you are standing is holy. Why was he holy? Because the feet of God was there. Holiness, anywhere that Jesus, the, the, the Bible calls holy, is a place that God is. If God is not there, if God is not there, you can't call it holy. Because the Bible says it is only God that's holy. Is that not it? So if he tells you, be you holy, for I am holy. Why is he saying that? Because God is in you. Because God is in you. You are the residence of God. And then, you see, the Bible calls a place the most holy. Most holy is a place that has direct contact with God. Things that, things that is used for God are holy. But things that God uses is most holy. You understand? So when we come here, all these things are holy. All these things are holy. But this is where he, he stands to declare his word. So this is most holy. If this Holy Spirit dwells in you, you are most holy. Now, if you have this consciousness, would you live your, your life anyhow? Your problem is you don't have time for the word. That is why your life, you live your life anyhow. Everything is okay for you. Praise the Lord. Amen. amen. You don't have to say amen to Are we saying something very important here? I see we should endure to the end, even to the point of death. Pay price. Hallelujah. Child of God, Jesus is coming. Child of God, Jesus is coming. Sebi, sebi. Brand be true, be canoe. Finish hard. Finish hard. Charlie, only for finish hard. What blessed and craft fans don't want to be prepared. Look at I'm here to let you know that you must finish hard i'm telling you finish hard finish hard finish hard finish hard finish hard finish hard and just as you started don't give up don't slow down don't slow down this is not the time to slow down this is not the time to slow down your quiet time this is not the time to slow down your prayer this is not the time to slow down evangelism this is not the time to slow down on your love life your worship experience this is not the time finish hard finish hard it may be difficult but push more push more he said that endure to the point of death. If it will kill you, go do it. I've already told you 
that he may not he will never take the tribulation the, the trial away but he will be with you in there he'll be with you he was with Shadrach Meshach and Abednego in the fire he will be with you he said though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil why because Jesus is there with me he didn't take it away he's there with me he's there with me yes he's there with me glory hallelujah praise the Lord I want to end here I don't know whether I read that I finished reading the, the story of Polycarp but whatever be the case there's some reason that Polycarp was taken to the arena when he got there some of his disciples denied Jesus and they were giving the incense to Ben and they were free but others 10 of them decided not to and they were given to the lions and Polycarp stood and saw the lion eating them up they were fighting the lion the lion were eating them up the lion ate all of them the people were laughing they were happy and the people started demanding for the life of Polycarp and Polycarp was brought and the counselor went to Polycarp and begged Polycarp to deny just say just say that Caesar is Lord Caesar is, just say that Caesar is Lord and Polycarp said no and then he released them he released him for them and then they said they should give him to the lions at that time they had all gone to lock the lions already so they couldn't go back for the lions so he, they told them that they are going to bend Polycarp so immediately the vision Polycarp had when he was praying at the farmland came alive he had a vision and told the Christians that he saw himself being bent I read it he came alive so Polycarp prayed a prayer and then he went into the fire and when he went to the fire and they bounded him they lighted a thing he went a high wall height flames the people stood there they were laughing but they saw Polycarp singing in the fire all of a sudden they saw something like a wall that surrounded Polycarp the fire burnt but yet Polycarp was not dying now the soldiers got angry and took a spear and went to pierce Polycarp and when they pierced Polycarp you know what happened a dove flew from the fire and a voice spoke to the Christians I've called my son home and that was when Polycarp was died and because of that sign many people in the arena gave their life to Jesus even Polycarp's death even Polycarp's death hallelujah so beloved I want to encourage you our God is faithful Jesus is Jesus has been keeping eyes on you watching to see what you do you are the hope of heaven on earth you are the hope of heaven you are the voice of heaven on earth here you are the strength of heaven on earth here you are the light of this world and the salt that preserves the decadence of that this world is carrying you are the reason why an unbeliever is not dying you are the sustainer you are the channel of mercy don't keep quiet please let the kingdom advance in you so that it can advance by you hallelujah don't let us be happy confining ourselves in here child of God don't let us be happy when we call for evangelism be part of it don't, even whilst we have not called for it go for it use your best days not for poor swimming go for evangelism honor the Lord it's my birthday Lord and I want to win a soul for you can you just imagine how Jesus will be happy when I'm going to dive with naked girls and misbehave and even uh, backslide and pastor I didn't sleep with any of them but in your head you slept with thousands you saw your you you slept with thousands. You see, you were not able to come out of the water early. Why? Because you realize that you couldn't, if you come up, the shape they will see you, you know, you'll be embarrassing. So you remain there. 
We know you. We know you. It is only this church who will tell you the raw raw. I mean, me, there's no package anywhere. I'm telling you as it is. Oh, we know this is already. We know this is already. One day, a guy came out and went back into the water. Charlie, let's go. He was there. He said, What are you doing there? I'm the only one who understood why he was still in there. I was standing there. I was laughing. I was laughing. Amen. Some of us must repent. You see, I think it's time for us to praise him and tell Jesus, Jesus, we are sorry. We are sorry. We feel we have wounded him. I feel we have wounded him. I feel we have disappointed him. We are not really, really, really people he can really rely on. And this is the time we have to wake up. We have to wake up and be a little bit aggressive. Child of God, we are living in a country where we can carry the cross and walk on the street. We can carry a placard and write on it, Jesus is coming and nobody will harm us. We are living where we can carry our Bibles and walk into rooms, dormitories, walk into halls and walk into anniversaries and classrooms everywhere and preach the word of God. We are living in a country like that. And why are we keeping quiet? Why are we keeping quiet? Let's rise up. Let's wake up. I want you to bow your head right now and begin to pray for yourself after this word that you have heard. Pray for the mercies of God. Pray for the grace of God. Please open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Yes, 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 yes. We need your mercy, Lord. Have mercy upon us. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, and help us. Help us, help us, help us, help us, help us, Jesus. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Lord, when we think about the Asian church, we feel like we are, we are disappointed in heaven. Help us, O oh God, with the same enthusiasm. Let us not be interested in social media. Lord, we are not winning souls to show it to people. We are really sure to present it to heaven. Lord, help us, help us, help us, help us. Men do not need to know that we heal the sick, raise the dead. We raise the dead, we heal the sick, and we have to put it on social media. No, that is not what we are looking for. Lord, we want to put it on the platform of heaven and see if it's acceptable in your sight. Oh, the other day, David said, I let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Lord, help me. Help me, help me, help me, help me. Let me not be covered by the deception of the altar, of the pulpit, Lord. I please, I pray in the name of Jesus, give me that humility, give me that submission, give me that grace, Lord. Show me mercy. Help me, Lord, to walk as a Christian, not to be covered up just with the name and the tag, pastor. Not to be covered up with a tag, apostle. No, Lord, please help me to live, Lord, the apostolic life as expected by heaven in the name of Jesus Christ. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Manda Bayakataya. We plead the heavens. We plead the heavens. We plead heaven. We plead heaven. We plead heaven, Lord. Help us. Change our hearts, O oh God. Change our hearts, O oh God. Change our hearts, O oh God. This heart has become contaminated with many things. Change it. Touch it, O oh Lord, and purify it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not sure if you have questions today. Please, I have one question. We are going to preach together. The other ones will be preaching. We'll be doing much. That is if you're around. Don't worry. Okay, please. Yeah. I, like for this particular letter, you realize that like Jesus didn't have anything against them. Is that to say that? He has something against them. Oh, okay. What? Uh, so I wanted to find out, okay. The, the church in Smyrna. Yes. You ask a question. 
Yeah, I wanted to find out. Okay, okay. I thought he he had he didn't have anything against them because of the way, like it wasn't pointed out. But I was thinking that if at all is that supposed to be the 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 formal or the 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 the, the way the body of Christ is supposed to look like? Uh, let me let me reframe the question. If if that's if Jesus didn't have anything against these people, does that mean that that is the the form the church is supposed to look like? They were, they were, um, the church cannot look alike. Okay. The church cannot look alike. The church can only complement. The reason why the church cannot look alike because situations geographically are not the same. Situations in Akimoda is different from situations in Koforia. Akimoda, there's no day that they have told us that, oh, I was on 45 in Timia Mobile. Anything like that has not happened. But when you go to Accra, things like that happen. Understand it? When you go to China, like you said, things are not the same like that. So there, there, there's always a wisdom from the Lord to live a life dependent on where we find ourselves in a prevailing situation. So all these seven churches, the condi- there are conditions that are like the Church of Ephesus. They ha- did they have this kind of problems? Okay, just that Trimude, Church of Ephesus had a Trimude. So, and they, they believed themselves so much they felt they have the revelation they were on top and before they realized they were backsliding on our way the church, I, I believe the church of Ephesus is like KMC yes I believe the church of Ephesus is like KMC that's what I take that's how, that's how I see that's what I'm telling I said as you are preaching there you will see some characteristics that will paint you or you paint your church or you paint the church in Ghana or you paint the church in Ghana but for me I, I feel we are the church who are forsaking our first love. We, we love mysteries. We would want to hear messages about seven heavens more than taking seven steps to the Lord. We love mysteries. We love wild, wild things. Wild, wild, wild things. Doctrines. And we know this. We want to know scriptures, but we don't want to know the Lord. Anybody who knows the Lord goes for the Lord. Any believer that you don't see the hunger for other souls question his faith because the first sign that you see with a spirit filled Christian is evangelism, is witnessing he said when the spirit has come you shall be my witness witnessing so the standard is not really the church of seminar but if you find yourself in a situation like that he expects you to be like the faithful ones in, the, in seminar you get in what I'm trying to say yeah, because somewhere also in the synagogue of Satan. Yeah. All right. Any any other? Any other question? Oh, you have another question? No, you have a question. Ask. Nobody's asking me questions, so I don't feel happy. I don't feel happy. I don't know whether you are okay with everything. <laughs> yeah, and then, like when we as as the church, when we understood suffering, you know, sometimes we 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 put everything under like any suffering we put it as believers like yeah but i say bebre oh i said how do we categorize the sufferings that we are suffering from the for the gospel from the regular sufferings because i realize that sometimes we now we burden ourselves even as jesus would say that we should cast our burdens on him some sufferings we go through that probably we are not supposed to go through and which what are the sufferings that we can confidently say that these are the sufferings that Christ is saying, the cross that he said we should bear, you know. 
Now you see the Bible talks about the trial of our faith. You see, it is not every suffering that you go through that is can't be can be attributed to. Uh, in any effort, doing an effort to please the Lord, if it brings you into suffering, then you know that that one has got to do with your faith. But if you breach wisdom, you breach your faith, you breach uh, morality, and you come, find yourself in suffering. You don't come home. You understand what I'm trying to say? That situation, what Jesus does is that he forgives your sin, but he makes sure you will go through the consequence. The, the prodigal son, when he went, his father didn't send an airplane to go and look for him. When he came back to his senses, the father didn't send an airplane to go and look for him. He had to walk from the distance wherever he went, managed, endured, whether whatever he has to go through to arrive at the place of comfort. The only thing was that his father was waiting to receive him back. So he will forgive you. But if you went to commit a fornication and you got pregnant, he will not do it, Lord. Please do a miracle. Let this baby get lost. You lie. It will be, tw- it will be twins. It will be twins. <laughs> it will be twins. You will carry it. If you are not careful, you even go through CS. You will do CS and you go through theater. Many things will happen. What things will even happen to you? You understand it? This one is not suffering of your faith. You understand it? So don't attribute every suffering you are going through as suffering of faith. Some of you say suffering of your foolishness. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Go and pay school fees. And then you have lent it to your boyfriend that you say you will pay. You are giving money to your boyfriend that you say you will pay. <laughs> you will stop the school. You will be a dropout. You will be a dropout. And when you become a dropout, you'll get a job. And if you don't get a job, you'll receive low income and then you'll suffer. And you think that when the doctor was talking, you heard it, that he was telling us that the man who was going to commit that uh, type of suicide or whatever, he had money. When he came from China, first thing he came to tell me, he had money. The man was rich. He had companies. He had he had everything. He didn't need anything. He was a millionaire, not city millionaire. He was a dollar millionaire, and still was designed for death. See, so, you see, what a suffering. <laughs> Amen. Last question, if there is. Okay, sir. I believe I've been blessed by today's message. Yeah. Are you ready to pay some price? Is it difficult to pay price in Ghana? Is it difficult to pay price in Ghana? No. Some of us in Ghana, the price God wants from us is to fast for the Asians. I believe that our liberty, the Lord is expecting us to pray for those having challenges somewhere. Okay, Flo, sir. Also, thank you for the opportunity. Mine is not a question, but... Um, an encouragement or comment. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I love that. I've had my share of Mm. tonight's message. Thank you. I've taken a lot of decisions. Some of these messages, they come to, I mean, uh, yeah, sure, sure. It's a major revival. When when doctor was uh, speaking, I was asking myself a lot of questions. Like, if people could go the extent of, I mean, 
losing their lives because of the gospel when they don't care. Sometimes we have been seeing people every day and we pass. Like, sometimes you'll be prompted that talk to the person, but you pass anywhere and you say, oh, Holy Spirit, I'm sorry that I didn't do it. So for that is even a little bit holy. Mm-hmm. What about the people we are supposed to pray to, we end up sleeping with. Mm-hmm. We end up going out with. They come and pick us in their cars. They go and smooch us at certain corners and bring us back. And we come and sleep. Dreaming cockroaches are chasing and they'll be calling your pastor. Mm-hmm. What about that one? You see, that is even more sad, more terrible. You, you get what I'm trying to say? And you know, when, a, when, a, when Christians want to misbehave, they always look for either weak, weak Christians or unbelievers. Very sad. Yeah. I'm also, um, I feel God wanted to really work on my evangelistic life. Mm. And that is why he gave me the opportunity to be part of tonight's service. In fact, that's the decisions after all the decisions I've taken in the service is towards my personal evangelism life. So I want to say God bless you so much and I want to thank God for the opportunity to hear this blessed voice. Thank you so much. Thank you too. I told you clap for Jesus. You are not clapping for me. Alright, so God bless you. We'll meet again same time next week and we'll go through this. Can I tell you something very important? How many of you believe that it is not Pastor David teaching but Jesus himself is teaching you those things? Yes. So don't think that it's Pastor David. I have nothing to do with this. Even if it's Pastor David, I'm reading a letter of Jesus to you. God bless you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe. You can share with your friends. Take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information, visit kmcworldwide.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.